Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Hey guys, Stephanie here, Chaotic Compass. We left off last week with uh, the seven steps on how to manifest uh, from Roxy DePausi, uh with her book Manifest. I read that in a day. It was like maybe eight hours total. You could probably do it in two days if you can't listen to it straight, but I just, while I worked, I listened to it. So great book, easy to listen to. She is uh, English and so she has a great accent and so it was amazing to listen to. So part two, diving into the last three things of what you need to do for your manifesting steps. If you weren't here last week, recapping. Um, So step one, clear on your vision. You have to mentally know exactly what you want. If you don't know where you're going, then how do you know how to get there, right? Uh, Number two, remove fear and doubt. You cannot be afraid or doubtful that you are going to get to where you're going, right? Number three, align your behavior. You cannot be acting like this person if you want to be this person in the future. So you've got to start acting like that person that you want to be. If you want to be more organized, try your best today. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be exactly like that person in the future, but try your best to be that person in the future, right? Every day, improve. Don't give up. Number four, overcoming your test from the universe. So the universe and other sources beyond the universe's control are going to try to either test you or to bring you back down. So the universe is going to be like, hey, do you really want this? Right? Do you actually really want this? Are you just saying it? Because it doesn't want to waste its time on trying to connect the dots, right? So it's going to test you. So it's going to give you a little bit. And so if you don't pass the test, it's not going to keep showing up in your life. But there's also other things when you start vibrating into a higher level. If you don't know what vibration is, go back and listen to the last episode. When you start vibrating at a different higher level, well, your inner self is going to be like, whoa, this is scary. You should come back down. And also other things, the earth, the world is going to start being like, Hey, whoa, hold on. Let, let's come back down. Let's, let's, let's equalize this back down to your normal. When you get, when you start spiking up into this, you're going to cause a ripple effect. And so keep going. Okay. Keep going clear on your vision. Number one, remove fear and doubt. Number two, Align your behavior is number three and overcoming the test from the universe is number four. Okay, so that is my less than five minute quick recap. Number five, you guys, so this, this one is so big for me. And I, I know that if I can figure out a hack to get more consistent with this, then I know it's going to play out. So I'm doing all of this real time. This isn't something that I have 
figured out. I just know that these are the things that I have talked about for a long time. And I finally found this book and it dove into the details and the why the scientific backing I am here for and I want to spread this word. So number five, embrace gratitude, but without the caveats. Okay, we're going to dive in. We're going to get deep on this one because gratitude is something that when you are I suffer from depression. It's it's not especially in the winter. I have seasonal depression. It gets dark early. It's, you know, the sun takes a while to rise. It's rainy and snowy and cold. You can't go out and be in the sun. Vitamin D is lacking. It's literally a thing, right? So I struggle not just in winter, but winter it is more prevalent. So I know trying to be grateful for things in dark times is difficult. I can speak from experience from that. But <laughs> there's always a buy, right? But being grateful, having gratitude every day raises your vibration, hands down. So when you have sadness and sorrow and just these negative emotions, your vibration is lower. And now I say this. Okay, this is my PSA. I'm, I'm not saying that you have to be joyful and perky and happy all the time. This isn't that. This is not saying that you have to be that person all the time in order to get what you want. Because if I would have heard that in the beginning of this, I'd have been like, fuck that. Like, there's no way that I could be happy and perky all the time, right? But trying to find in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of your crap day, just a sliver of gratitude, right? I will paint a picture, okay? Just this morning, I'm driving into the work. It's, last night was a shit show. Um, coming into the work this morning, I'm literally doubting being a parent. I am struggling as a human being, right? I'm at the stoplight. The stoplight is taking freaking forever driving into work. I don't know why, but I know why. Uh, at the light, there's a fire station right there at the light. And this firefighter is putting the flag up and Toby Keith's American soldier is playing. No, no, that, that firefighter isn't an American soldier. No, he's not. He's just putting that flag up. But I have so much to be grateful for. I live in a nation where I can go to work, where I actually have rights. I can go and vote. I can do so much, right? And so in that moment, I'm like, you are a person. You live in America. And I just sat there in silence and let Toby Keith, rest in peace, 
play. And it was a hot minute. It was a hot minute. And I found gratitude and solitude in in that moment of like, okay, let's get it together. Like, this is a moment. And it really shifted my perspective for the day. So let's like, let's just take it back, right? So gratitude in itself. So a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. I don't know where this saying comes came from. I it's in this book and I had read it before. Um it is one of the catalysts that is is kind of weighing on my heart a lot. Let me read that again for you for the people in the back. A grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. So when there you think this is a coincidence in your life, it's not. It's one of those moments that is going to literally shift your life. So gratitude is going to be the catalyst for that. Um, the other thing is that you attract what you feel and that goes back into so there's there's levels of vibration you have higher levels of vibration which attracts the higher things and so when you're trying to be your higher self which is what you and your purpose and what you you're aligning to that is a higher vibration, which is higher feelings, which is greater feelings, which is positive feelings, you know, positive energy versus negative energy. It's literally electrons here, right? Versus negative energy, negative feelings, uh, negative thought processes, um, where you're attracting negative things into your life. Think about it for a second. When you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed and you go through that day and it's just a shit day. You start off on the wrong foot and you have just a shit day. You're like, oh my gosh, I should have never gotten out of bed. That is that mindset. So you literally are in a shit mood and you're like, fuck this. Like you stub your toe when you first wake up or you only got two hours of sleep, whatever. And you go in and you're trying to put your makeup on and you're you're out of mascara or the toilet is clogged from the night before because your son took a shit and (laughs) didn't tell anybody and now it's clogged. And so you got to unclog that at 630 in the morning. And, and then there's an accident on the way that you're trying to drive to work and, and then your boss is in a bitch mood and, you know, it's already there's negative spot. And so I could come up with a thousand things, but you know that day, you know what I'm talking about. I don't even have to explain it to, you know what I'm saying. You attract what you feel. Okay. Um, The other side of it is when you have your inner voice is saying negative thoughts, right, on my shoulder. And she's like, I go in and I I take the first, I 
take the first glimpse of myself of the morning and I'm like, oh, fuck, girl, what? All right, we got to get this together. Put some cold water. Let's try to whatever. Let's get some water, some cold water going and let's try to settle and you look like hell and your hair is not like, like what's going on with your hair and why is it like why is it so frizzy like geez if you could get your shit together and ugh, your shirt is wrinkly why didn't you do anything with that the night before and a thousand things run through your head when you're looking in the mirror and that's just the first two seconds that same thought process that's trending through the day, that is something that I struggle with. And I feel like if I could just sit with that person for a hot minute, right, and have a conversation and be like, why are you so mean? And it was something that um, I can't remember who was like the inner brain that you have is trying to protect you but is doing a pretty shit job so you've gotta say hey I understand that you love me and you're trying to help me but let's work through this together um the also the other thing is that you need to do some inner child work that's for a whole nother episode but inner child work think back to some pivotal moments as a child and if you could have an adult whether that you be your mom your dad or grandparent or an aunt an uncle or anybody if you could just have an adult come in and do the thing that you wish that that person in your life wasn't doing like for me it's like I wish that they you know my parents hugged me more like physically hugged me more. I wish that my parents um, had more conversations with me instead of just being like, she's too dramatic. And so but you know, or because they were too busy because they were trying to keep the lights on or whatever, you know, I wish I had this at this point in time. So you visualize in your brain the issue and then you visualize if you could go back to your younger self and be like, hey, I love you. I got you. And then give your younger self what they need. It's supposed to be such therapeutic as far as you and your inner self doing that work together, right? So you will stop being so harsh on yourself when you fuck up, when you are having a bad day, when whatever, that little, you know, issue, the little devil side that's on your shoulder and you could just flick them and they go away. Not necessarily go away. They're always going to be there, but it's more of a, you guys can work it out to where you're nicer to each other. Because I mean, like when, when my inner self is like, God, what the fuck is going on with your hair? I'm like, why are you such a bitch? You know, like having that inner monologue. Okay. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just a crazy person, but if you don't have an inner monologue with yourself at 630 in the morning, what are you even doing with your life? So, (laughs) but with that inner self and your ha- that person inside of you is having that, 
you know, say, you need to dig into that. You either need to do some, some inner child work, Google it, it's a thing, or see a therapist. I love you. This is being real, but see a therapist. Okay. The other thing is not expecting to be at a high vibe all the time. Right. And I, t- I hit on this before. So it's okay to not be okay. Like, that if that's one thing that I could broadcast out in the world, it's okay to not be okay. You are not expected to be perfect and perky and pretty all the time. Okay. I know there's one dude in the back, but it's okay to not be pretty dude. (laughs) So, um, but this is where the gratitude comes in, right? You take a moment. It's okay to feel your feelings at that moment, but it's not okay to dwell in them for a long period of time, right? Be like, oh, I messed up at work yesterday, but when you're still kicking yourself five days later, we need to do some work here, right? So the so the the whole thing in this step, I know, and this is a big step. That's why I was like, let's dive into this. The embrace the gratitude but without caveats. Hey, caveat is a fancy word. What does caveat even mean, right? A stipulation, a condition, a limitation, right? You cannot have any limitations on your gratitude here. So I love my house, but I can't wait for one with more space, right? How many times have you said those terms or I love my car but I wish I had this this and this or I really you know love my husband but I wish he did this this and this we've had a lot of episodes about that so it's like you cannot be grateful with the exception the condition the limitation right why do we even have the caveats in the first place? And this was something that Roxy hit on really good in her book. So, and this this was one of those like, ooh, this is good moment. So why why do we have caveats attached to it in the first place? And she was like, if we are completely happy, would we even try to strive for more? Would we try to want for more? Or is it that the other shoe is going to fall, something bad's going to happen, and it's all going to be taken away? So there's two sides to that, that, that issue there. And I totally get that. Because for me, it's really hard to be happy because every time I get to a certain place in my life, something catastrophic <laughs> happens. But it has catalyzed me into a whole different direction like I I've taken my solution to whatever and it's made me stronger and now I'm the person that I am but at the same point it's like I'm tired of being made stronger at some point I would like to just keep that same strength and, you know, it's like coffee, you, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe me, I'm not a big, strong coffee fan, but I would feel it would be like coffee. You can only make coffee so strong before it's just liquid cocaine. <laughs> but let I me mean, be for real, like you can only be so strong 
before <laughs> you break or before it's just lethal to the world. Like I would like to be a functioning part of society. I don't want to make my kids' lives horrible or my husband's life horrible or my parents' life. I don't want to you know, infringe upon everything that's around me. I don't want to be that toxic person that's because my life has just made me too strong, right? But the other side of it is, um, you know, that if I'm happy, then I'm not going to strive for more. For me, that's never been a thing. I've always wanted to get to something greater. Um, but I've also had a lot of shit that's kind of derailed me. So I'm like, okay, so what's the next step? How do I get there? What? And so maybe that was the societal norms. And that wasn't like, I'm happy and content. It was striving for more. But I've always had that in me. And I think that my generation was built for that. So I don't think that there's ever going to be a problem with my generation, but maybe a different generation where they're like, okay, we're happy now. I don't want to ruin this kind of thing. Um, and maybe that's like, and, and I've seen that with some of my friends as far as, you know, they're like, I'm in a happy, content relationship. I don't want to fuck this up, you know, by putting a piece of paper on it or putting a ring with it. And it's like, marriage is what you make it. My next thing with this one, and then I'm going to move on, I promise. Taking changing the words of I have to into I get to. I have to make dinner for the kids. I have to take my kid to pickleball practice. I have to go to work. I have to eat, like stop. I get to. I get to make my family dinner. Like I don't like to make dinner, but I rocked some big Z last week, you guys. I made that all from scratch. I mean, okay, I didn't make my own noodles, but hey, I made that all from scratch. I make some big Z, bro. And I get to take my son to pickleball. Like, it's pickleball, but he loves it and I love seeing him play it, right? Finding those moments in gratitude, right? Or I can't wait for X, because then I'll be happy. I can't wait to own a home in Ocracoke and I'll be happy. I can't wait to be debt free and then I'll be happy. I mean, you know, you see it behind me. I'm, I, I literally will tell you like my top 10 goals. It's, it's not a secret. I would love to be debt free, but I'm not going to be any happier with being in a debt free life, right? I'm just going to have more financial stability. And so I'm going to live life like I am if I were debt-free. So if I was debt-free, how would I act? You have to find the happy now. You have to find the gratitude now. And if you don't find it now, getting to buying that house, getting to buying that land, moving to another city, go, you know, having a baby, getting married, you know, all of the things that the people tell you to do, Buying that couch. I don't even care. Whatever your goal is, if you're not happy now, you're not going to be happy then. Okay? Going to get off my soapbox. That is step number five. It took me a hot minute to get through it. Step number five, embrace the gratitude. Every day I wake up and I write down five things that happened within the last 24 hours. I do it every single day. All right. 
five things, five things. And every single day I write down, I am grateful that my husband brought me a cup of coffee. I'm not trying to make you jealous. Great segue. Um, number six, turn envy into inspiration. If my statement about my husband brings me coffee every morning makes you jealous, we need to look into that. It's not necessarily that you are jealous of that I get coffee every morning. It's because you want that in your life. So don't hate on me. Figure out how to get that in your life. You need to focus on you, not on me. Social media is the devil, I swear to God. Even though I have a Facebook (laughs) and an Instagram, it is the devil. It shows you all of the things that you don't have. And then you sit there and you are pissed off at the world that you don't have. And instead of turning off your phone, all those hours that you spent scrolling, how many hours could you be taking and investing in what you actually want to do with your life? The story she tells, Roxy tells about, I hate social media so much because it shows me about how my friends go out on Saturdays and they, you know, they have such a grand time. And on Saturdays, you know, on the weekends, I stay in and I, I get, they call it takeaway. They get takeout. I love take. I love British and Australian. Like, if you don't watch Bluey, what are you doing with your life? But I love British and Australian slang takeaway. If you don't get, she's getting takeaway every Friday night and Saturday, and she's you know not doing anything. And it's like you could go out with your girlfriends, go hang out with your girlfriends. And she's like, well, actually. I, I love the, the time that I have on Friday and Saturday nights because I, I stay in, I get a nice hot bubble bath, I, I do a mask, and I watch my favorite shows, and I unwind from the week. And then on Sundays, I go running with my running club. What the fuck is a running club? But whatever. And so she didn't even want to go out. But social media re-geared her mind about, oh, my friends are having such a good time and I'm missing out on the good time. And it's like, okay, if you want to go and do that, maybe every once in a while just to have that social interaction. But nobody's forcing you to do anything. The, 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 the FOMO, the fear of missing out shit is crazy with today and the life. And it's like, you guys... What do you want? Not what is social media pushing in your face. What do you actually want in your life? What do you want? And taking the envy and pushing it into that inspiration. So what is actual envy, right? What is it? Feeling of being resentful to someone else for whatever they have. The car, the money, the job, the the boyfriend, the wife, the girlfriend, the husband, the The thing that you want most and you have envy because of that is from a scarcity mindset. Well, there's no good men left in this world. There is no good women left in this world. There are no good people. There's no good jobs. There's no good cars. There's no affordable cars. There's no affordable housing. Affordable housing is probably right. Love you. Having the scarcity mindset that it's not going to happen that's you. That's you think. That's a that's a where the news comes in. That's where social media comes in. Get back. Come back. Come back to yourself. Get out of here. Get out of here with all the crazy thoughts and the crazy shit. Like detox yourself from that. 
inspiration. So this whole section is turn envy, which is something negative, into inspiration. Hey, I'm pretty sure inspiration is positive. Inspiration by definition is sudden feeling of enthusiasm to do or create something. That stems from an abundance mindset. If you struggle with abundance mindset, I swear to God, everything is on the internet for fucking free. Go out there and look. I'm going to get crazy with the microphone. I apologize. So go on YouTube and search it up. It's on there. I promise you. Abundance meditations, abundance affirmations. Get right with your own brain. Your own brain is the one that's holding you back. It's trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you here. Because if you do the same things over and over again, if you get into this nasty ass routine, it's safe. But when you start growing, it starts freaking out because it doesn't know this. It doesn't know what to do. It's never done this. Stop letting your brain control your whole being. You are smarter than that but you have to tell your brain it's okay. So you need to be honest and do a self-reflection when you see the shit out there and you start getting envious and jealous and that starts getting into that negative vibration and then go back to that last session and being in a negative vibration, that's not good. Be proud for them. Be happy for them. Be clap for them. Be their cheerleader because that's what they need because there's plenty of negative Nellies out there in the world. You don't need to be another one. Be a cheerleader for somebody. If I could literally just take any more toxic Karens out there and reform them into actually being something good, I think I might actually do something good in the world. Don't be a toxic twat waffle be something positive for this world. Okay, for I'm going to break. That is number six. I'm going to take a hot minute. Today is brought to you by alcohol. I try. I'm going to get back into this, I promise. I try to, every episode, I try to come in here and bitch and sip about something and then try something different. But I have been burned by trying something different And I think my brain is trying to keep me safe. If I'm going to drink, then I might as well drink something safe, right? My brain cannot handle anything. And I would love to just be boring with my normal tried and true Captain and Coke, you guys. It is is the 71st time that I am drinking. I don't even know how many times. But it's been a hot minute. And I don't... I have not tried anything new. So... This is where I'm going to put this back out to you guys. I know we're, we're getting into the, the 30. I promise there's one more point that I'm going to make. Okay, so stay with me. But if you have a drink and it doesn't have to be a cider, I don't drink beer and I don't drink wine, right? I will drink a cider and I will drink liquor mixed with something. Captain and Coke. Captain 100 and Coke. All right, we're going to bring this home. With the last one, right? So we're going to recap real quick. Okay, number one, clear on your vision. Number two, remove your fear and your doubt. Number three, align your behavior. Number four, overcoming test from the universe. Number five, embrace gratitude without caveats. Number six, turn envy into inspiration. Okay, you guys ready? 
Final one. You have to trust the universe. Oh my gosh. This one is the most brutal step that you could ever have, right? So you do all the steps. You do the work. You do the visualization. You're, you're putting it out there. You're, you're, you're trying to not be jealous or envious. You're trying to get right. And now you sit back and wait. Who does that? Who literally makes the last step trust? I don't even know. Okay, so having faith and trust in something that you cannot see, if you have never been in a religious standpoint, sounds crazy, right? And I have, but it still sounds crazy to me to fully trust something that you don't know what's coming. Because if you start questioning it, if you start thinking it's never going to come, it's not. You literally just put it out there and then just be thankful for what you have in front of you. And that's when you go back to the steps before that of just focusing on what is in front of you. You make the vision boards, you write it down every day, you have a moment of just reminding yourself, hey, these are my things. And so if you can hear that in the background, that is the spin cycle on the washing machine. I was hoping that I was going to be finished before my husband's close. So um, take that in for a minute. Last step is trust. And I cannot give you any tips or tricks on trust. You can go read Roxy Navalsi's book on, she gives you a couple of them, but none of them resonated with me. It's one of those things where you either have it or you don't. That, that's my opinion. You either have faith. I know the money is going to be there. I know that the universe is going to provide. I know that it's going to have all of the things that I have asked for in due time. I hope that I've summed this up for you. And I hope that I've tried to help you understand manifesting better to get to what you want in your life. Do this with me. Okay. Manifest $5. Manifest $5. Manifest that $5 shows up to you in the next week. $5. $5 is going to show up. And I promise you it will. Have faith. Have trust in the universe that it will follow the steps. You have visualized that $5 is going to show up. You are removing the fear and the doubt that it will or will not show up. It doesn't matter. You are aligning your behavior. What would you do with your $5? If you got $5 tomorrow, what would you do? Would you go to Starbucks? Would you put it in your savings account? What would you do with the... Align yourself with that $5. Overcoming the test from the universe is going to test you. Even though it might be small to you, $5 might, might be large enough, but it's going to test you. It's like, okay, so if I send you $5, what about more? If you can't handle this test, then you can't handle getting any more. So it's going to test you. Turn envy into inspiration. You're going to see all of it on social media. Go ahead and turn that off. Follow me. But don't don't follow anybody else. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But 
it's going to show up in your life as envy and you need to turn that into inspiration. If you had $5, what would you do with it? And you have to have faith and trust that it's going to show up in your life. Do that for me. Just do $5. Let me know. Let me know how that shows up. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. And I have a website. So Chaotic Compass Podcast is where I'm at on Instagram. Chaotic Compass Podcast is where I'm at on Facebook. And chaoticcompass.com is where I am at on the interwebs. So find me, like me, love me, share me. Um, but more important, I want to hear from you. So if you got a drink recipe, if you've got a new cider or a drink that you want me to try, let me know. Um, let me know about how that $5 showed up in your life because I have enough faith and trust for all of us. If you found this episode and my last one that is correlating together, share with a friend because without you, this wouldn't be a thing. Have a great night, guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.